live in all you prize fighters who don't want to meet defeat. Listen, all you prize fighters who don't want to meet defeat. Take a tip from me, the old Joe Lewis is beat. Now he won all his fights. 23 or 4 and left 20 of his opponents lying on the floor they all tried to win but the task was too hard when he laid that hound bone up against that board listen all you prize fighters don't play him too cheap if he lands with either hand he'll sure put you to sleep I bet on him. He knows just what to do. I'm talking to you. Now he packs that might in his left. He carries a plunging right. Either one will make you groggy or as high as a kite. He charges on his opponent from the beginning of the gong. He batters them into submission. Then they all sing a song. I bet on the brown bumper. For he knows his stuff. And lays it on his opponent. Until he get enough. Now he's a natural born fighter. Who likes to fight them all. The bigger they come. He says the harder they fall. That terrific left boys is all he needs, but that six ain't right. Come with lightning speed. Listen, all you prize fighters. We have some guests in the studio. We have returning guests. Brian Russell, thanks for coming. Thanks for having me. And we also have a bearded gentleman. I'm glad to see another beard in the room. Ben? Now <laughs> pull that mic over to you. Now, these guys stopped in the studio today because they got. Uh, they're starting the comedy scene back up in Janesville, I like to call it, since the, the armory went away. <laughs> but you guys got a comedy show coming up, is that right? We do. Uh, this <laughs> The day after tomorrow, Saturday, Saturday night, right down the road here at the... 105 yeah. West Milwaukee. Yep. And that's at a barber shop, right? It is, yep. Is that your, it's your barber shop? Yeah, my barber shop. And what's the name of it? Sweetful Cuts and Styles. Sweetful Cuts and Styles. Is that... Is that where Meng cuts hair? No, Meng is on the corner of Milwaukee and Jackson. Oh, okay. On oh. Trying to make a connection. I just blew it. <laughs> <laughs> I used to work at Meng before Meng now in Beloit. Oh, yeah? yeah? Meng cuts my son's hair. He does a good job. Yeah, he's a good barber. Yeah, we followed him around. He's moved a couple times, but... Isn't he from uh, Flash? From Flash? Yeah, death to Meng. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Now, Ben, do you do comedy at all? No, I don't do comedy. No? <laughs> Just host. Brian, you do, though. I do. 
How did your uh, how'd your Madison show go? Last time you were here, you were going to do the show up on State Street. It, it actually went really great. We had a pretty decent crowd. Uh, got a couple free drinks. That's always a bonus. Yeah. <laughs> and the headliner was his first time headlining, Lee Christopher, and he did an awesome job. Yeah. That's hard for me to say, Lee Christopher. I just want to say Christopher Lee all the time. <laughs> so you had a good turnout. Is this uh, the barbershop thing? Are you going to do it in the back of the barbershop? Yeah, in the back. We've got an extra room in the back. Like right behind the barbershop. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I can't wait. That's this Saturday? Yep. I was thinking it was next Saturday for some reason. I wish. <laughs> yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> so who all do you got this Saturday? Uh, we've got a, a local girl, Erica Singapher. Uh, she's going to open up the show. And then Lee Christopher, who headlined the Madison show, is going to feature for um, Joshua Jackson. He's from uh, northern Wisconsin. Yeah, cool. He's just going to be calling us later. Yeah, about 8.15, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. We don't use that phone very much, so we'll see how it goes. <laughs> so what else have you been up to since this show? Oh, man. Been busy, actually. It's uh, This show has been a lot to prepare for. Yeah. We've, uh, we may actually be behind, but but uh, we're hoping we'll get a good turnout. What all goes into it, like preparing for the show? Ma- mainly advertising. I mean, obviously, you know, you got to put together the equipment to do the show and get your seating and all that stuff and make sure your neighbors aren't going to be mad at you if you do it. Yeah. Well, you got some good neighbors down there, don't you? Yeah, we're good. I I did two other comedy shows there before. Yeah. It's just more about – now the problem is just more advertising, getting the word out. Yeah. Yeah. What have you guys been doing to advertise? I'm just curious because we always – that's the thing at the station we always talk about is how can we advertise better and well at least one more person <laughs> knows about it listening to this show right yeah well the two of us makes <laughs> <laughs> three uh, fa- facebook man yeah <laughs> they got uh, you know there's a lot of local pages community pages for janesville and uh, uh we try to not just stick to janesville uh, i'm part of a lot of comedy networks uh on social media and basically uh, a lot of word of mouth a lot of online and uh, a little bit of local uh flyers and that sort of thing i'm going to spend a little time out before the show trying to direct the bar goers that way oh yeah which one is going to get the sandwich board <laughs> out front of the sandwich board a comedy show get in here <laughs> uh, that, that's one of those investments we'll make later <laughs> yeah good idea though yeah you always got to have like the open micer out there handing out flyers and <laughs> earn your spot yeah you hear so many comedians like oh i've been hitting the street i'd hit the street for four hours handing out flyers to get 10 minutes right. <laughs> to maybe get 10 minutes yeah we did that in get Milwaukee. on that list we did this show in uh, a place called the underground collaborative which was in the basement of a mall that i thought was closed yeah it, it seemed like it was closed uh I mean, like, permanently, not just closed for the night. <laughs> and we stood out front and handed out flyers for an hour, hour and a half. And, you know, you got tons of people come by. Oh, yeah, we'll be there. We'll be there. Yeah. And we had four people that night. And it was, it was fantastic. <laughs> Is it uncomfortable doing that in front of four people? Uh, well, I do it in front of four people at my house every day. So <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, my that, normal crowd. <laughs> that crowd won't heckle you, do they? Oh, they all heckle. Yeah. <laughs> There's always that one guy. <laughs> Usually it's my dad. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> they do a thing like in the back where they're like, you suck. <laughs> and I'm like, he's clearly talking to the beer. <laughs> <laughs> See, I always think if I can make my wife laugh that I've done something pretty amazing because she's used to me and she's irritated by me. Like, not really irritated, but she's just like, I get a lot of eye rolls and stuff. But if I can get a good belly laugh out of her, I'm like, nice. <laughs> 
nice, I, I told my it. wife a joke on the way here, and she she said she was watching traffic, but I got nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, All right, I'm going to jot that one down. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, that was an easy one to decide on. Yeah. Well, we did this. I, I'm sure I told you about it. Well, I think I might even sent you a link. I don't know. But we did this stupid comedy thing here one time where we all did, like, stand-up sets. And I, I did, agree. It was pretty stupid. <laughs> I, did that, I did that in front of my wife, and she was like, no, it was funny. Yeah, no, it was, it was nice. <laughs> That's what you want to hear. It was nice. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's cute. It's really cute. It's the same thing I get when I send out dirty pictures. It's <laughs> cute. <laughs> I got the, oh, you're trying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure somebody will think it's funny. <laughs> What's the line from Liar Liar? I've had better. Yeah. <laughs> Someday. So this time you guys plan on doing a lot at your barbershop? Is it going to be kind of a... Well, we're going to start off with uh, once a month and bring in uh, some... Some decent comedians and hope that uh, draws the attention of the locals. Yeah, and if so, we'll uh, we'll start doing some open mics and maybe make it a weekly thing. See what happens. Oh, that'd be cool if you did an open mic. There's been a lot of requests for it uh, through me personally since I posted the ad on Facebook. Uh, yeah, that's how I met you. Yeah, yeah and uh, so that that was the original idea. But you know, you got to draw the attention of the locals before you can just start going up there and slinging jokes at other comedians. Yeah, <laughs> it's about what it is. <laughs> Yeah. So you're not going to get up there at all, Ben? No. <laughs> I ain't got it. I got it. You drink, Ben? We'll get you up there. Yeah. <laughs> you got to make sure you go last and everybody's be nice and liquored up. And right. I don't know. Some of the funnest times I've ever seen going to comedy shows are when the show doesn't go good at all. I know it's terrible. I just love it. Like if a comedian's up there and they make a joke and nobody laughs, just the uncomfortableness in the room. And <laughs> That's pretty much every open mic. Yeah. <laughs> now, the uh, have you been doing many open mics, getting warmed up? or Full disclosure, I've never done an open You've mic. You've never done any of them? <laughs> never. Really? It's, uh, nothing against them. Nothing against the people that do them. They're out there trying to hone their material and get it down. Um I've got three kids. I've got a wife. I got a full time job. I just, yeah. I don't have time. Yeah, <laughs> it sucks, but you know, that's life. You got to deal with it. And uh, that's all right. You're doing it other ways. Yeah, yeah. Well, the ones stuck out there. The ones I've seen, it's usually on like a Wednesday night or something, right? It's, yeah. it's like midweek. You got to like drive all the maybe like Madison or something. <laughs> yeah. Then get on a list. Yeah, and then and hope maybe, they draw your maybe, name out of a bucket. Yeah, yeah maybe you get up so you. If you don't, then you've kind of wasted all that time. Right. But the comedy club in Madison, better. the comedy club on State, if you uh, if you happen to get up there, you're you're, you're going to have a great crowd no matter what. I've mm-hmm. uh, I've been to them. I've just never done them. And in fact, over the last uh, couple months, I've seen um, via Facebook that Louis C.K. has showed up there and done a set uh, after the open micers. Like randomly, right? Yeah. Just shows up. Somebody else famous did um, – this last week, I can't remember who it was. I just saw it uh, today or yesterday. But yeah, you get that a lot in the big clubs. You know, the the ones with notoriety. You just go in and act like you're somebody big. <laughs> That's <laughs> how like I got that. into this. Yeah, you guys care if I do a set? I got some material I'm warming up. I got a special coming up. My first show I ever did, I, I sold it on the idea that I was a professional comedian. Did you really? And I had I'd never even been on stage as a comic in my life. I was in a band for many many years, but you know that's it's not the same. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, but the guy bought it and we it went well. Uh, we had Lee Christopher. Uh, we had him open the set. He had never done comedy as well, and 
he blew the crowd away uh, to the point where me and the other comic looked at each other and we're like, we're screwed, man. <laughs> we're done before we even get started. And we got up there and we all knocked it out. It was great. Uh, my last joke did awful, but the rest were good. <laughs> what was the last one? Or is it something you still use? Uh, no, I don't use it. And in fact, I think I told you guys that last time about the grandma's last Christmas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was funny, though. I, I agree. Yeah. I think I just was nervous and made it too long. Yeah. But uh, first show, you know, what do you want? <laughs> How many times have you done it, do you think? That joke? No, no, I just mean in general, like doing stand-up. Shows? Oh, man. you done a lot. In the hundreds somewhere, yeah. yeah. Really? I can't even keep track anymore. I, in fact, I uh, just hired a manager because I'm tired of trying to keep track. Yeah. <laughs> I saw some, uh, that's funny you mentioned that because I saw some random post about that. <laughs> and you posted that one day, like, I'm looking for a manager. And, and someone commented, like, oh, dude, yeah, if you want to go to, I don't know what it was, <laughs> South Dakota <laughs> yeah. or something, I can get. And you're like, no, dude, like. I don't have a problem getting bookings. I just don't uh, want to I need somebody to keep track of this for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I got a lot of my plate. It's tough to remember anything these days. <laughs> you ever seen the movie I Am Road comic? I have not. That's pretty good. Yeah? Yeah, it's kind of about people coming up and being comics. And I was told yesterday that it is a requirement as a comedian. I was told this by our headliner that I have to watch Top 5. Uh, I have not seen that either. What is it? Chris Rock and a few others. It's, oh, it's about I comedians. Got the movie at home, I think. Yeah, <laughs> top five. Yeah, hmm. came out a couple of years ago. I don't think I ever heard that. I don't know anything about it other than it's about comedians and it stars comedians. Look <laughs> <laughs> yeah. for that one. So this show is at eight p.m. Yes. Doors open before that, or no? I will probably open them uh, half an hour, hour before. Start getting people in. Five bucks at the door? Yes, sir. Do you sell tickets in advance or is it just... Uh, not yet. We we haven't set up anything online to do so or any sort of payment yeah. arrangements. So for now, it's just at the door. Uh, we are offering, uh, if you bring two people with you, your ticket is free. Oh, really? A little incentive to get some Ooh. more people in there, hopefully. Can people drink there? We're doing BYOB. Oh, okay. So, so for all of you with extracurricular activities, that stands for booze. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of people in that top five movie. That's a big one. Yeah, Kevin Hart, Cedric the Entertainer, Rosario Dawson. Yeah, I might have to check that out. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm hoping this goes over good. I'm going to try to make it. I'm going to be that guy that gets the flyer and like, yeah, I'll be there. <laughs> No, I was thinking it was next Saturday for some reason. But <laughs> is that just your excuse to miss it? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, dude, I forgot. I gotta. You told me it was next Saturday. So much going on. <laughs> I was busy doing my Thursday night radio show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally, totally misplaced it. Yeah, that's cool. So, how long of a like as the host? How long are you going to do? Uh, I'll probably do about five minutes before we get going and couple jokes in between uh, never never tell any jokes after the headliner but i'll be sure to throw out a few advertisements <laughs> yeah yeah that's cool so when people come should they come in through the front nope the we're back. gonna through the back <clears throat> yep we're gonna steer them to the back it's a good idea and you gonna make it um not this <laughs> saturday I won't. i'd love to come but oh saturdays aren't good it's too, I, uh, it's too last minute yeah. Well, I we hear that a lot. I'd love I'm, to come. No, I perform. <laughs> I, I perform every Saturday in Woodstock. Oh, so nice. the pro wrestling, uh, premier, premier pro wrestling in Woodstock. But 
pretty much every Saturday. But one of these Saturdays, I will make it. I just <laughs> show because I think that's awesome. I just thought of some. How big is the room in the back? Small. <laughs> you couldn't fit a wrestling ring in there, though. Uh, nothing could else. have been perfect. <laughs> <laughs> just just yeah, a wrestling how, ring. How high is the ceiling? <laughs> <laughs> Ceiling's high. The room's not that wide. Yeah. It's just stacked people. It'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> you just put a camera in there. Everybody can watch in the other room. Right. <laughs> <laughs> We're streaming live now. <laughs> well, that's cool. How long do you think it's going to go? Eight to what? Uh, probably 9, 9.30 at the latest. About yeah. an hour and a half. Nice. All ages show? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, being BYOB and uh, not clean comedy... <laughs> Yeah. It's likely going to be probably 18 or older, at least, um, if uh, if it's only 21 or older people there, that, that'd be good, too. <laughs> we had a, a comedy fundraiser for the radio station last year, and we didn't make it, but from what I heard, it was an all-ages show, but it was a little uncomfortable. Some of the comics <laughs> were making jokes, and there's like people covering their kids' ears. <laughs> you brought them here. <laughs> Some uncomfortable moments. <laughs> I wanted to ask you too. I seen on Facebook you were trying to uh, you were trying to get a tattoo. Didn't you like apply to have a tattoo? Cover oh yeah, up or uh, something? Uh, yep, yep, I did. Did you win that? No, no. I voted for you. <laughs> I went on there. No, Art and Soul Tattoo in Milwaukee were offering a free cover up contest if you won, and I was about four hundred votes short. <laughs> Some of those though that had a whole bunch of votes, it, it was. It wasn't a bad tattoo. I mean, no, was, I agree, and and I, I you know, I, I don't know how it works exactly, but uh, yeah. I had four profiles once. I, I can vote for myself. <laughs> you know I call up all your friends. You know, you make all these extra profiles and vote for me. Yeah, I swear to God, I'll love you. <laughs> we did that one time for one of my brothers. He was in a contest for something, and we all made a whole bunch of accounts, and we just started. We kept voting for it. I think it was just an email, so I don't remember. I think it was, yeah, per email account you could vote once. And uh, so we're watching. He's in second place. I don't remember what it was for. I think it was like a, that nah, doesn't matter. But uh, so we, all right, so we're all talking, like messaging each other. Like, we, all right, a couple more, a couple more, a couple more. So we get a couple more, and then the other person get a couple more. And you get a couple more, <laughs> and then finally we're like, forget it. I think there's a computer rigging this whole system. Right, it's like watching American Idol. Yeah. <laughs> yeah just Bot program. It was what? A little bot program. Some bots. It's like eBay. That's what I thought of. You really. getting like auto bid. My volume used to not work on my TV. I used to vote for whoever looked best. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a lot of illegitimate uh, winners from American Idol. Clayton. Uh, <laughs> I've actually bid on stuff on eBay just to make the price go up, and I have no intentions of buying it at all. I'm like, oh, God, I hope somebody outbids me. It's getting bad. Yeah. I did the other day. There was like a Bose uh, entertainment system thing. And I didn't really want to spend the money, but I'm like, I'll put a bid in. And then like a day goes by, I'm still winning. And it was like about two hours before the the, the auction was over that somebody outbid me. I was like, oh, thank you, God. I didn't really want that. It's like 300 bucks. <laughs> um, I suppose if I wanted, I'd buy it. But I don't know where I come up with 300 bucks. I always get the like, you won the chance to purchase. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, you get yeah, to stand in line with a key with a thousand other people to yeah. try to start this hard. <laughs> <laughs> One time I I went on, uh, I think it was 
Sweetwater or some site that sold microphones, like really nice microphones. So I, I put in for they're going to have a drawing for this like fifteen hundred dollar microphone, and I got a phone call and it was a number I didn't recognize, so I just ignored it. And they left a message. I listened to the message and they're like, "Chad, this is uh, Jim from Sweetwater, or whatever, whatever company I work for." He's like, uh, "You got in a drawing to win a microphone. I just wanted to let you know." And how did he word it? He worded it so it sounded like I won. So at first I'm like, "You got to be kidding me." Oh, he said, I just want to let you know that I'm calling you to, or I'm calling you to let you know that you won a chance or something, something like that. Like he twisted the words and for a split second, like my stomach dropped. I'm like, oh my God, I actually won. <laughs> I did it. So I'm looking it up and I'm like, oh, that's a $1,500 microphone. I'm like, what am I going to do with it? I'm like, maybe I should sell it. <laughs> so I went through this whole range of emotions of all the stuff I was going to do with this great microphone I won. I'm like, I got to listen back, get this guy's phone number. So I get a pen and paper and I'm listening back. And then I caught the slight variation where he said, he's... If I win, he's going to call or something like that. I'm like, oh, dang it. He almost got me. Then I was irritated, so I blocked his number so he couldn't call me anymore. I'm like, you slick salesman. I got called once because I went to, like, one of these, like, I think it was, like, a corn fest or something like that. You know how they have, like, the things that you can fill out to try to win or whatever it is, right? I don't even think I filled one out that day, but I got a phone (laughs) call that said, oh, you filled out a thing. You won this vacation package or whatever and i go no no thank you. oh yeah <laughs> and they're like what do you mean like you don't you don't want a free vacation i go no click <laughs> i used to i used to do uh concrete and we were pouring one day and the truck had just pulled in and i got a phone call and this woman says congratulations you've won whatever i don't even remember what it was but my boss was yelling at me and i said can you call me back in a few minutes you know we got to pour concrete and she says oh we'll come deliver it to you and she hangs up I was like, well, that's weird. How does she know where I am? <laughs> About 20 minutes later, the police showed up, and apparently I had an unpaid fine warrant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're tricking you. Yeah, oh, they knew funny. right where I was. <laughs> <laughs> I was, was not a good prize. <laughs> I remember on Cops one time, they would tell people they won TVs, and they'd tell them they had to come to these places to pick it up, and then they come in, and then they'd arrest them. That's just mean. I suppose one way to get you, though. Yeah. I had one. Oh, this is weird. I think I found it. I had this lady. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I got friended up by this account named Adriana Lowell. And she sends me, she sends me two messages. Just writes, hello, hello. So I'm like, all right, I'll go with it. I'm like, hi. She says, I think I do not know you. Sorry if I send you a request. Well, you live in what city? Question mark. (laughs) So I wrote, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. What is your origin? She says, I live in Minneapolis. How old are you? So I said, how's the weather up there? Cold enough for you? She says, I have 23 years. I am fashion designer. (laughs) But, But I continue my project mannequin being professional. What do you do in life? So I wrote, how about those Vikings? Heck of a team this year, eh? <laughs> She's like, you live alone or with the family? <laughs> so I said, I live in space with aliens. What's your benching? You have a big catfish. She's, <laughs> <laughs> she, 
She says, I am in apartment with my sister. You have girlfriend? I wrote, I'm leaning Hillary. How about you? <laughs> she says, I'm single. What are you doing now? So I wrote, you like podcasts? <laughs> she comes back with, I just take my bath and here I am in my room. I dress and I'm bored because I'm alone. If you want, join me. Uh, I said, I'm guessing you live in some third world dusty asshole, so no. <laughs> she says, mm, okay, but given the distance, you have a camera and Skype account to view and exchange more. I'm like, that sounds good, but don't you have a cargo ship to attack? She replies, mmm. Okay, given the distance, exact same thing. <laughs> and uh, I said, my camera's broke. Can you send me money for a new one? And do you like beards? And uh, she just wrote. And then all of a sudden, like, they must have turned the bot off. Cause obviously, that was just a bot <laughs> typing to me. They write back, LOL, you have Skype NWO. <laughs> so I wrote, NWO, you must be a wrestling fan. <laughs> <laughs> so wrote, NWO is too sweet. <laughs> I love how you're entertaining the chat. I, I just more entertaining. Me. Hey. Then she just writes, "LOL, you have Skype now, now, now." For some reason, <laughs> I said, "No, send me a pic of your bottom pinky toe, of the bottom of your pinky toe. I think you're fake. Send me a pic." And then she wrote, "Okay, wait," and that was the end of it. No, li- no lie. I was leaving a Bucks game about a week ago, and the exact same bot. Really? Message me. And, it, and we also, there was four of us in the truck and we played along with it and uh, told her we lived in Chicago and I w- played for the Cubs and I live with Brett Favre. <laughs> and then she wanted me to do the camera thing and I told her she's got to send a picture first. Yeah. And all of a sudden she video called and so, you know, it opened it up and it, it's this woman sitting in lingerie on the bed and and uh, we, we made some rude comments and she, she uh, shut it down. Well, uh, I was about to delete the messages, and all of a sudden it called back, and I was like, oh, why not? So he turned it on, and it was this guy looking at us, like, making weird faces at us. And, stuff. <laughs> and uh, the guy in the back seat says, uh, oh, this is pre-recorded. It's a joke. And all of a sudden the guy flips us off and says, is that pre-recorded? Really? <laughs> <laughs> Shut it down. <laughs> I got catfish one time. Deadly. Oh yeah! I'm talking about deadly. I thought it was my wife. <laughs> Check my message. I get a message on my phone. It's like a picture of like some breast. I'm like, I'm like, what? The? I'm like, yes, it's set up. I'm like, the wife just sends this to you off the off the jump without you just saying nothing. So I saw my friend. We had like a mattress store. I'm like, look, look. So we geeked. I'm like, I text. Her. I'm like, let's see who it is. Like, what's up, who's this? They're like, I got your card from the barbershop. I was like, oh, okay. And then I'm like, um, do I know you? They're like, no, I, I seen you look cute. I said, yeah, this is this is probably my wife. I said, I said all right, uh, so um, send me a picture of your face. So they send me a picture. It looks like um, you couldn't tell what it was. It was like a really, like, I thought it was like a, how should I describe it? So, uh, uh, <laughs> I thought it was like an ugly female. Yeah. <laughs> then, like, okay, as the story goes, okay, they keep texting. So I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, this is probably my wife the whole time. So I'm trying to deflate, like trying to continue the conversation without putting myself in trouble. Yeah. So I'm like, uh, I'm trying to deflect it onto my friend. So I tell her, I said, look, I ain't gonna lie, I got a girl, but my friend, he's single. You should talk to him. So she's all right, all right. 
So then she, the, the, the thing is like, uh, you should you should come meet me at my house and we can meet me in the dark and I'm gonna do something for you. <laughs> so we scared at that time. I'm thinking it's like somebody. I see either my wife or somebody trying to rob us. So I was like, man, that's a setup. Now I never even thought of the outcome of what it really was. So we get there. It's three of them. Now we pick up the other friend. So you went. Now look, we got another friend. Gotta see how it plays out. Right? Well, the, the mystery. The mystery see what that surprise is. The mystery was interesting. So look, it's like, okay, we had already asked for another picture, right? The other picture was like a like a like a behind picture, right? Yeah. But it was somehow perfectly placed between the two legs was a fan. Right, but you never thought nothing of the fan because the fan it looked like a messy room, and there's a fan just sitting right there. So then we get close and pulling up outside. We call, we're like nobody answers. So we text, we like answer the phone. They're like, "What's up? Why?" They're like, "We outside." And they was like, "Well, come in." I'm like, "Nah, answer the phone." Because we wanted to hear the person's voice, see if it was set up. Yeah. She'll answer me like, "Hello." <laughs> nah, look, look, look. So they like, uh, we texted, we like, man, just, uh, answer the phone. That thing is like, uh, why? We was like, we want to hear your voice to see if you're real or not. So then, uh, finally answered the phone. I was like, hello? <laughs> <laughs> so I got the phone. So I'm like, I'm like, hello? I'm like, come outside. They're like, no, just come in. I'm like, I'm like, I look up my friend. I'm like, man, I think it's a dope. <laughs> so I got the phone over to the side so I can hear it. So then I passed my friend the phone, the one I was trying to put the girl on to. I tried, I passed him the phone. He talked to him, what's up? So she like, I guess they have a little conversation. He's like, well, where you at? Come outside. So he passed the phone back to me. I hang up. So I text back. I'm like, I'm like, um, I'm like, come outside. He's like, why? I was like, I want to see you before we come in. They was like, uh, nah, just come in. I'm like, man, I got a question. Are you, are you a, uh, are you a man? <laughs> so the, the person in the back seat of my car, he's scared. He's crying. <laughs> he in the back seat crying already. <laughs> so then, uh, then after we text back, are you a man? It texts back, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> so we said, so we <laughs> So now we confused because we didn't see the titties, we didn't see the face, yeah. we didn't see the butt. We don't know what it is at this point. So we had the voice, we're like, I'm thinking, is it a girl being smart or sarcastic? Like, what do you think? So I'm like, I'm like I think I think you sound like a dude. I don't know. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, it texts back, well, LOL, I'm a tranny with extras. Man. <laughs> <laughs> we were so scared, we pulled off so fast. <laughs> A tranny with extras. <laughs> I said, man, what is the, what is the world coming to? Talked around the phone and be like, all right, I'll come in, but do me a favor, don't say anything. I don't want to hear that voice. <laughs> <laughs> and if you know any of my friends, you better lose them now. <laughs> yeah, I was so confused. <laughs> so was she or he. So what do you think the pictures hey, but then I, that were, you were getting sent were actually the person, or do you think it was... Just I don't know, man. The pictures look like they all went together. But then I seen somebody at the stop and go by uh by Village Green. Yeah. Because the person, we went and met the person somewhere by in Village Green, like one of the apartment complex. We never seen the person, but that's where they told us to meet us. And then all of a sudden, like, like, like a couple weeks later, I was at the gas station at stop and go. 
and I seen somebody who looked just like the person in the picture. I wanted to go up and say something. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know. If, I didn't know if it was the person I didn't look up. So I'm like, man, I'm just gonna keep my distance. Hey, uh, you don't have any extras, do you? <laughs> it was the debate because because where my wife worked at the time, there was a, there was a training in the kitchen. Yeah. So I didn't know if maybe my wife put the training in the job onto it. So like that it was like a whole big joke or something. I didn't know what was going on. I'm like, man, this is crazy. Uh, that's when you know the marriage is over (laughs) your wife sets you up did she not know about it or I ain't never say nothing (laughs) oh you (laughs) is she listening right now (laughs) I ain't say nothing (laughs) oh jeez that was one of the ones it happened if you're listening it was only a joke right still got those pics or no (laughs) (laughs) yeah wait do do share do share Not the, not just, the face one. Just a re- yeah. <laughs> Let's call her up. But now I see why that fan was there. <laughs> the fan was like perfectly placed. I thought it was an accident. <laughs> I said, hey, I'm looking, I'm like, why did I ask for a picture of the butt? I'm like, why am I asking for a picture of the butt? <laughs> I like I got what I wanted, it just wasn't what I wanted at the same time. Yeah. You learned your lesson for next time. Yeah, so now. <laughs> Go right for it. <laughs> Walking through the store, you run into her, like look at her. Do I know you? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> it's you. The awkward silence. She was like, Oh, excuse me. You're with your wife. Like, walk away, walk away. Right? <laughs> yeah. That was not too bad of a catfish thing. I mean I don't know. You didn't really fall for it. You were <laughs> You're being safe. It's not like that uh that guy from Notre Dame that was engaged to a guy. Then he, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Didn't even realize it. <laughs> Poor guy. Although, do you see what he rebounded with? His new wife's pretty hot. <laughs> if she's real. <laughs> no, that's that's pretty awesome. I, don't, I never had anything like that. I, other than that thing there, the robot talking to me, that's about it. <laughs> But I would be the same thing. Like, if anybody sent me a picture like that, I'd be like, this is my wife. <laughs> messing around with me. Is, is it catfishing if a chick doesn't look like her profile pic? If, like, it's her, but she caught a good angle? I would think if she if, caught a good angle. Like, if, like, like, <laughs> like if the picture only shows a little bit, and the picture she looks like she might be, uh, like, Hispanic or Asian, and then you see her in real life, she doesn't look nothing like that. Yeah. Well, you get she the, got good makeup on. You right. Get the girls that take the picture from above, so they look thinner, too. Yeah, right? so you be looking like, is that catfishing? Right? Did, uh, you, did you get sold on the script? You get there, and you're I looking mean, for this person. It's false advertisement in my books. <laughs> in, well, in, in a way, if, if that could be, then, like, a push-up bra would be catfishing, too. I, I agree with that. I would <laughs> yeah. agree with that. Because, yeah, sometimes you enter a hole in the world. And you ever had one booty pads? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> they got butt pads, man. Oh, man, I'm wearing one right now. <laughs> that is true, though, about the picture. Because, I mean, sometimes I get pictures of me where I'll be like, wow, I wish I actually looked like that. Oh, man, I wish I'd get pictures like that. Yeah, you can never get any. I can never, I've never gotten a good angle in my life. <laughs> I'm always like, oh, that filter was great. Right. <laughs> you got to blur around the edges, Mark. Got the crowd to shut out the body. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sitting there like, yeah. Put yeah. my body or put my face on the rock's body. Yeah. <laughs> I had somebody put my head on the brand. Did you? <laughs> I saw that. I saw that you can always tell when girls are, or guys for that matter, when they're single because their Facebook profile picture changes. 
because it'll you know it'll be like them with their dog or something but then it's like what you're talking about like the, the perfectly placed angle <laughs> right. like you know like oh somebody's trying to look for a date now but they get just the right angle just the right lighting they're kind of like, mm. spray it on six pack right? yeah <laughs> <laughs> Then they get in a relationship, and it's back to a you know like a sweatshirt, hair pulled back, no job, right. <laughs> no job, no makeup. By the way, I live in the trailer park over there, and I'm going to need you to get a job right now. <laughs> yeah, I guess that could be. Well, a lot of things could be catfishing if you're tricking somebody. But so, uh, we we know a guy from Washington D.C. Didn't he say he got catfished one time, uh, Austin? Yeah. To the point where I think he went to Colorado to meet this girl. But then she decided not to show up at the last minute. And I'm like, Austin, I, th- I don't think that was real. I think somebody's messing with it. It's just mean. He's a nice guy, too. You were watching a catfish show? Uh-huh. Oh, man, they got that on Hulu. It's, it's craziness. I watch that stuff all it the time. It is pretty crazy. You never see, what you never see, though, is you never see a, a, re- a real ugly girl, and then you go meet her, and she's hot. Like, you know, trying to find the sensitive side of you and see if you actually like her. And then you get there and she's, like, smoking. Like some like, coming to America stuff. Like, <laughs> yeah. Why don't I try to, like, like, fake it out in the beginning? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was Joan of Arc in my former life. <laughs> I've only seen, like, that show twice where it was, like, legit. And it actually worked out. What do they do? Are they catfishing people or are they just... What's the premise of it? No, like, Seems somebody, mean. somebody, they, they like, catch uh, fishers. Yeah. Oh, they catch them. Oh. Yeah, it's like cheaters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. So, like, the guy that started this show, like, he was catfished originally, made, like, a documentary about it. Yeah. And then uh, he started his own show to, like, help people um, that are being catfished and stuff. They even had that rapper, uh, Kid Cudi, on there. Oh, yeah. And, they uh, have, like, called him out for, uh, no, they called <laughs> him out for uh, stealing other people's lyrics. Oh, did they? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just telling him he was spending time in the studio, and they went and found him, and he was with some other girl. <laughs> Does it feel like it's set up? Like a lot of those reality it, shows yeah, always. Yeah. Some of it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some, some of, of it's it, just so bizarre. Yeah, though. It's crazy. it can't be set up. Oh man, I thought that was one of your sound effects. <laughs> no, sound like it. It'd be a good one on this episode of Cops. Yeah, <laughs> cool. Fire trucks going by. Yeah, City of Janesville's on fire, apparently. <laughs> oh, real quick, uh, just because we've been talking for a while, if there's anybody new, uh, you guys got a comedy show this weekend, yep. Saturday. You want to yep. tell everybody where it's at? And I'm yep. actually not allowed to. 105 West Milwaukee, in the back of Zwiefel Custom Styles. What, 8, 8 o'clock? 8 p.m., yes, sir. All right, cool. There's going to be three comedians there. Go in the back, five bucks. Good Bring deal. your own beer. BYOB or booze, whichever you want. It's like a party. We will have soda for sale. Yeah, I forgot to pick my football game for tonight. Is there a football game tonight? There is. Ah, for God's sake! <laughs> I didn't even set my lineup. It's already started. You if you don't get a ride. You can get an Uber. <laughs> right. Is there still Uber in Janesville? <clears throat> oh no! And if you bring two people with you, your ticket's free. Oh yeah, buy two get one free. There's probably Uber here still. I use Lyft. In Janesville? No, I've not used it in Janesville, but it's got to be here. Anybody that like does Uber, uh, they can do either or. Let's find out. You guys know anything about football? Oh, yeah. So if I ask you which team's going to win, you can tell me? I'm pretty good about it. You know? Nope. Brian, you know? Oh, yeah. Andy, sure and, Andy you kind of know, don't you? I picked, I picked the last one for you. That's just one game, though. 
Well, what do you got? All right. Uh, let's see. We have Arizona going up against the Minnesota Vikings. Arizona. All day. At, at I think it's at the Vikings. Though, Vikings sure? have lost four straight. They look like uh, you're, words I can't use. You're a Packer <laughs> fan, though. I am, but I'm not I biased. Like... I like the Cardinals, too. Okay. <laughs> what do you think about the Bears? You like the Bears? <laughs> no? <laughs> All right, Baltimore. I, I'm looking at this piece of paper of words I can't oh, say. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Baltimore against the uh, Dallas Cowboys at home. Dallas. For Dallas. Dallas is looking strong. Yeah. Now, is Romo out? Didn't Romo he's, get the He's going to be the backup for he's the backup, this week. Yep. Just in case. That's probably good. Yep. <laughs> for them. All right. Uh, who do you guys got? Uh, Pittsburgh or Cleveland? Cleveland's 0-10. Oh, <laughs> Pittsburgh for sure. Pittsburgh. I, you know, uh, I'm going to give it to Cleveland this week. I'm going to really? give them their first win in, against Pittsburgh. I fell, <laughs> I fell for that last week, and I lost that pick. I've been watching the Pittsburgh Steelers fall apart most of the season, so uh, I'm hoping to see Cleveland get one win. It is at Cleveland. Um, All right, just for the record, Lyft is not available here in James. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> so. All right, uh, I'm going to go with Cleveland, I guess, maybe. Uh, Buffalo or Cincinnati? Buffalo. Andy? Oh, yeah, for sure. Buffalo. It's at Cincinnati. You guys sure about that? Yep. I always pick wrong. So Cincinnati's uh, been not playing well lately. Buffalo's and, good, man. And they blew, yeah. When Buffalo's is it Sunday? Yep. These games? Yeah, all of them Sunday. The yep. game tonight, which I didn't pick in time, is New Orleans against uh, Carolina Panthers. Oh, good. I don't have anybody playing on that one. Uh, okay, Titans of Tennessee against the at-home Indianapolis Colts. I'm going to go with the Colts. Even though Titans really? gave us a beating last week, I'm going with the Colts because uh, ultimately the Colts are a better team. Oh, yeah. That was a fluke for the Titans. They're nothing. I'd go with Titans <laughs> all day. Oh, my God. Murray, dude, he's like the best running back in the NFL. <laughs> he's the best running back every other week. <laughs> I need a tiebreaker. Tennessee or the Colts? <laughs> <laughs> The Colts. All right. Mariota's on fire. Come on. Everybody's got their day. Tampa Bay Buccaneers against the Kansas City Chiefs. Is uh, Alex Smith back? Uh, Is that a quarterback or something? (laughs) (laughs) If he's back, then I'm not going to go with the Chiefs. (laughs) I don't know. Andy, what do you think? Man, I think uh, I'm pretty sure the Chiefs won last week. They're 7-2. They're looking good. Yeah, I'd probably go Chiefs. Uh, Jacksonville against Detroit. <laughs> Detroit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chicago Bears against the at-home New York Giants. Giants. Yeah. <laughs> Whoever the other team. <laughs> right, the Bears. Right, right, right. Dolphins against the Los Angeles Rams. <laughs> oh, man, talk about a battle of the bottoms. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, they're exact same record as the Packers. <laughs> But Again, right. everybody's got their day. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> dolphins. Okay, Dolphins. Yeah, good Dolphins. Dolphins, too. all right. Uh, Philadelphia against Seattle Seahawks. Six and two Seattle Seahawks, five and four Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, Seahawks are coming off a big win against the Patriots. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with them. Oh, you think they got that momentum going yeah. on? What do you think? The Seahawks did look pretty good. Right. Yeah. I'll pick them for Misha. Uh, Patriots, New England Patriots against the uh, San Francisco, the one and eight San Francisco Forty Nine ers. Patriots, all day. <laughs> I got a, I got Kaepernick coming coming back and having one more good game before his career is over. 
see we got. I didn't pick them to win, but he's going to have a good game. <laughs> I just want to note that he's pretty good on uh, Madden 2012. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be worth something. <laughs> All right, uh, Green Bay Packers versus Washington Redskins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Clay's back. And, uh, Clay is back. And they picked up uh, That's a running back. Christine Michael. Yeah. I've got a girl's name, but we had a guy named Whisper Goodman, so I'll go with anything. <laughs> Packers. It's a dude named Christine? Yeah. That's like not even remotely guyish. You can't it's even like pretend the, like that. One of the guys uh, in the NBA, Brooke and Robin Lopez. Brooke. <laughs> That's not even a nickname? That's like their parents' accent? Yeah. All right, well, I'll go with the Redskins. Um, <laughs> and the Monday night game, Houston Texans against the Oakland Raiders. Raiders. Raiders all day. Raiders are good this year. How many points do you think they're going to score on that? The Raiders or total? Total. Mm. Oh, 42. Ooh, I was going to say 43. Oh, I'll meet halfway, 42 and a half. <laughs> One time we used a Ouija board to pick football games in this building here. Are you doing the weekly pick them from the, the sports page? No. Because <laughs> uh, that's what I had to do for my t- – you had to do the total points for the Monday game. Oh, no. It's uh, it's this fantasy pool on uh, CBS. Oh, okay. <laughs> but we did uh, – we had the a ghost that's in this building give us picks through a Ouija board and <laughs> absolutely terrible. I think there was like two right maybe. That's probably why he's a ghost now. <laughs> His, he told us he was murdered. His name is Leek, but uh, – Leak, no offense, you're horrible at picking football games. <laughs> to be fair, he watched football like 80 years ago. <laughs> and he was probably a Bears fan. <laughs> He's like, are the Cardinals still in Chicago? <laughs> I don't know who Jacksonville is. <laughs> Go Jim Thorpe. <laughs> I love Curly Lambeau. Just talk to him. <laughs> Baltimore's the Colts, right? <laughs> no, I think he said he died in the 80s, didn't he? He said he worked at GM and he died in the 80s. That's right. Probably right after his team won their only Super Bowl in 85. Yeah. What team? Oh, the Bears. <laughs> <laughs> he also said he died from murder. Oh, he said that. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. At that point, I wasn't believing the Ouija board anymore. <laughs> Something's fishy with this thing. Plus, it wouldn't move when I touched it for some reason. <laughs> Were you pushing it or no? I don't think so. I was trying to be really light. Well, there's your problem. I just wouldn't do it. <laughs> got to give it a little head start. Get that baby out and try it again. It's been a while. we got to ask the uh, Ouija board for marketing tips. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> How can we bring live people to our shows? <laughs> I always heard Alice Cooper got his name from a Ouija board. He asked the Ouija board. I don't know if he asked him for a name or asked the Ouija board what's what the ghost's name was, and it said Alice Cooper. And Did the Ouija board also do his makeup? Yeah, <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. But I saw him last year. Uh, last year? Yeah. Uh, he opened up for Motley Crue on their last tour. Oh, yeah. That was pretty cool. I, honestly, I think his show was better than theirs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was cool, but... Was he it, singing? Was, oh, yeah. He uh, came out in the 15 or 20-foot zombie thing, Frankenstein or whatever. Uh, got his head chopped off. There was all kinds of cool stuff. He did out there. Oh, yeah. He's got kind of like a vaudevillian stage yeah, show, doesn't he? pretty cool, yeah. That helps. Yeah. So he was better than Motley Crue? Yeah, I mean, Tommy Lee puts on a show every time. but uh, His drum set flip around oh, and all man. that? It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I had Vince Neil. We were in the upper decks, and Vince Neil got on these retractable arms, 
and it came out from me to Andy. He was right there, and he's holding out the microphone, and I didn't know the words of the song they were playing, so I was like, F yeah. <laughs> and he like kind of looked at me, and he pulled the mic back, he's like, F yeah. <laughs> when you were in bands, what did you play? I was a vocalist. Oh, okay. So why don't you write funny songs? This thing? Uh, well, I can't play any music. Oh. So. You can do a weird out yet. My mother and I talked about doing that years ago, but uh, you know, working with your mom doesn't get you far. <laughs> How long have you done comedy? Uh, going on five years now. Five years. That's plenty of time to get a musical act together. Yeah, um, Lee Christopher, the the feature tomorrow Saturday night. He uh, he's in a band. I've been trying to get him to. He he, he played me this song at his house one time, and I laughed so hard it was the funniest thing I ever heard come out of his mouth. And I've been trying to get him up there with a the guitar to do it, but he won't do it. He says he feels bad because it's his old band song, and he don't want to take it away from them. Yeah, but, but man, it was great. <laughs> what was it about? I, <clears throat> Uh, this this paper says I can't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> it was about lost love. We'll fair, say enough, that. fair enough. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> oh, I gotta like this. Did you say? Uh, did the Janesville Community Page advertise your show at all? Um, not that I know. <laughs> Just they swiped it from me. <laughs> uh, they will be shortly. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool. How long has your barbershop been open? Had this barbershop open for about four months. Yeah, you had one before that. Or? <clears throat> I had a different location on the corner of Franklin and Mc- Franklin and McKinley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had that. That shop was a temporary shop. I had it for maybe like five months. But I've been cutting in between Jamesville and Beloit for about seven years. Oh wow! Our headliner just messaged me and told me that we're killing him with all this bear's hate. <laughs> Wait, the headliner's from northern Wisconsin, isn't he? Yeah. What's the matter with him? That's what I keep asking. <laughs> Something's not right there. He got mad at me about some of my uh, anti-Cubs posts yeah. uh, during the series. He can't be mad at me now, though they won, so whatever. Was a party a poem for the Cubs at all? What's that? Like, did you kind of want the Cubs to win a little no, bit? No, no. Not no, at all? Nope, nope. I kind of did. Just, you know, it's been like a million years since I did it. But to be honest, that last game, when they were up by three, I think it was. And gave it up. (laughs) I'm like, if they could have, you know, I know it's mean to the Cubs fans, but a walk-off Grand Slam would have been hilarious. In all honesty, uh, the only reason I was rooting for Cleveland was because uh, the Brewers, Jonathan Lucroy, turned down a trade to Cleveland because he wanted to play for a contender. Oh, no kidding. <laughs> I was mad at him for leaving the Brewers, and I thought that would be a great way to if I him. If I would have – I forgot. If I would have remembered that, it would have been all about Cleveland. How funny is that? <laughs> Did Lucroy leave? Yeah, he's a Texas Ranger. Oh, how'd they do this year? Well, they still got Chuck Norris, so. <laughs> no, they, they, were, they were contenders. They just didn't. Didn't get there, Cleveland did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was like, you know, because like the series went on for so long, and I'm like, how funny would it be the last minute they just lose <laughs> and it's all back to square one over 100 and whatever years? Not you quite see, LeBron trolled him. LeBron James trolled him before game seven, uh, or before game game five. He made a, he had a party in it. Had a bunch of three and one things going around for Cleveland, and then they blew it. <laughs> 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 Even made cookies with uh, 
the Golden State Warriors players' faces on them so that people could eat them. <laughs> uh, Paul, one of the guys that used to volunteer at this radio station, is convinced that the Brewers are going to go to the World Series in two years. <laughs> I don't know how. That's kind of what I thought when he said it. I'm like, I, I just got to cut the hair. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if they didn't trade away all of their talent every single year, as do the Bucks. I don't know. Well, his argument was that they trade away their talent, but they get all these farm league people that are supposed to be really good. And then we ended up trading them too because they never amount to anything. Yeah, I don't know. The ones that do, we trade away. You know, we got we had a few years ago. We had Lorenzo Cain and Tony Gwynn Jr. Both those turned out to be all stars and on other teams. Where did Tony Gwynn Jr. go? Um, I think he went to the Twins, didn't he? Oh yes, yeah, you're right. He was one of those players where I'm like, I think he's going to be really good. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, we traded him. I saw Lorenzo Cain make the greatest catch I ever saw in his rookie year with the Brewers, and I thought to myself, I was like, this guy's going to be the best player we've ever had. Yeah. And then off season came and pff, gone. Who's the Japanese guy that they had for a while? Uh, uh oh, uh, Aoki. Yeah. Yeah. He was he, really good. He was good, and then when he got traded, I remember <laughs> watching highlight after highlight of him playing on the other team. Oh, yeah. And then I got rid of Cable, so I kind of They lost. always seem to trade away the first baseman and then try to convert catchers to first baseman. Yeah. I've always felt like the Brewers are like quadruple A. <laughs> like yes. they come up from the minors, they get on the Brewers just with the hope that maybe like a Rangers <laughs> or a Yankees will pick them up. And <laughs> I always want to know what like some of the fans are like, oh, what am I going to do with this jersey now? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Every year. <laughs> that's why I won't buy Brewer jerseys anymore unless I get one that says my name on it. <laughs> Because I got, you know, I got like my Prince Fielder jersey just sitting there. You gotta get but over. You didn't really leave on bad terms, so I guess I could still wear that. But well, aside from signing a fourteen million dollar contract elsewhere, <laughs> that's all it was for fourteen million a year, you know. But, but a was, year, yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> he, used to, he used to play in Beloit for the Snappers. Really, it was awesome. That's cool. That is awesome. Yeah. Then when I heard CC Sabathia was leaving, I'm like, come on! And they're like, uh, he signed a quarter of a billion dollar deal. Like, oh, okay, that's yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's understandable. I read that he was like like seven foot five or something like like that, and three hundred and five pounds. And we went to that last game, uh, the season against Pittsburgh, the year we went to the playoffs, you know, <laughs> yeah. at the one time. Yeah. <laughs> and and he was I don't know if it was our seats or what, but he was only about this big, you know, like an inch tops. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, those guys are liars. <laughs> but how, how much did it look like he weighed though? Maybe he was very about three hundred five. He was an inch. <laughs> He was an inch, but really dense. Yeah, it really was. <laughs> Just looked like a like a pitcher's mound out there. <laughs> Said he wanted to play closer to home, which was California, so he went to New York. <laughs> yeah. Well, what I heard Furthest was from home. I heard the Brewers offered him similar money that the Yankees. They did, did but we offered him uh, with one more year for yeah. that money. Oh, okay. So the total was less ultimately, or the total was the same, but the time served was longer. His time hey, served. It's the Brewers, right? <laughs> <laughs> he, I, I heard him say he made a good point. He said he wanted to stay in Milwaukee, but if he stayed in Milwaukee, he would be the only guy. <laughs> Which mean to the other pitchers, but he's absolutely right. Yeah. Well, at the time, all we had was Ben Sheets, and he was washed up. Yeah, but you remember when Sabathia got good? All of a sudden, Ben Sheets could pitch again. <laughs> oh no, my arms because he didn't have to play as often. Then <laughs> <laughs> we had uh, what's the other Giovanni Gallardo. Yeah. And then, of course, you know. Uh, we have a bad season, so we trade away our best player. <laughs> right. Eh, he was getting a little – I think he was ready to go. Well, I think they're all ready to go once yeah. they sign that contract yeah. to Milwaukee. <laughs> but, yeah, the Ben Sheets thing, I always thought it was like kind of like the old dog and then they got a puppy. 
And then, like, the old dog has to, like, try to look good because the puppy's getting a little bit too much attention. Right. I'm not as old as you think I am. Yeah. I got three Tommy John surgeries. Look at how good I can catch this ball. I can play fetch really good. And Sabathia comes in and just lights it up. Yeah, that was fun. They went to the playoffs one year after that, though, too. Yeah. Because I paid Nobody remembers that one, though. a small fortune for a <laughs> NLC championship or a National League championship game. That must have been the year that uh, Braun and Fielder finished the series 0 for 17. It was. They were not <laughs> into it at all. Yeah. Yeah, Braun and Fielder by the yep. end of that game. The game I went to, they only lost by like 14. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. I was trying to convince a friend that the, the Bucks weren't a pro team a couple years ago. And he's like, we're in the playoffs. I'm like, we we just lost to the Bulls, 124 to 66. <laughs> <laughs> That's like two for one. Right. That new stadium looks nice, though. Does it? It's going to be pretty cool, I think. I where is it? I, I, I you know I go to my buddy's got season tickets. I've been to almost every game so far this season, but I don't even know where the new one is. The new one's going to be right down from the other one. Oh really? Yeah. So we probably go by it every time. <laughs> is it going to be like in the parking lot or like a Miller Park type deal? Or? <laughs> They should. How much is that going to cost? Like a billion dollars? Billions. <laughs> How much you got? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No yeah, kidding. really. Done something. With that kind of money, we could have brought a whole we new team. <laughs> Who's their coach now? Craig Council. No, I mean for the Bucks. Oh, Bucks. That's right. Uh, Jason Kidd. Jason that Kidd. still is him. Yeah, I forgot we're talking about basketball now. Yeah. <laughs> I heard the. Uh, Actually, they get a deal in console. He's doing great. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking to one of the chauffeurs at the game the other day, and uh, all the tickets behind the hoops where uh-huh. all the people sit with the clackers, uh, Jason Kids buy, buys all those and gives them out to fans. Really? Oh, wow. To make sure that those seats are filled, yeah. Yeah. Do you know why, right? <laughs> to distract the other team? No, nah, it's nuanced, like, because on TV, he wants to make it look like it's a bunch of people. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. The first game we went to. Uh, there was so few people that uh, a guy came up, and we were up in the upper decks, the 400s, and a guy came up, and he says, you guys want closer seats? And we're like, sure, and he gives us some tickets, and they were in the 200s, which is extremely close there. Yeah. And we're getting ready to go down there, and all of a sudden, this other guy says, you guys want close seats? We're like, oh, we got some. He's like, oh, trust me, mine are closer. And so he gives them to us, it's the row 100s. We're like, all right. You know? So we start heading down and get to the chauffeur. We're like, where are these at? She's like, oh, walk all the way down to the floor, and you're right there. <laughs> we're wow. on floor seats first game. It was great. <laughs> How many people do you think were at that game? Uh, not even half the stadium was filled. <laughs> That's too bad. Yeah. There, I, from what I read the other day on ESPN.com is that the Bucks are last in uh, ticket sales in the NBA. Yeah. But, you know, the NBA wants us to spend all our money to buy a new stadium so we cannot fill that one too. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe it'll help. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, they did give them the ultimatum, you know, build a stadium or... We're moving you. Did they go to the playoffs this year? The Bucks? Is that a dumb question? Season just started. <laughs> oh, 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 okay. <laughs> About two weeks old. <laughs> that's one of those. That's like hockey, though, isn't it? Where it just like stop. Like they're like, oh, there, there's the championship, and then we start a new season tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little more sped out than hockey, but yeah, yeah. It's, it's pretty there's close. Like to summer, getting, summer league. Yeah, and, they got yeah. D League and summer league and the Olympics. Oh yeah, they got to uh, shorten baseball up. And hockey, for oh, that man. matter. I don't ever watch hockey, but that one year they were on strike for 90% of the season, and they just had, like, the quick. That's probably what they should do. They just go with that. Yeah. I, charge more. I agree, you know. Make, or make baseball two innings. <laughs> yeah. Something you that, can't score in two innings. It's not worth it. I think, I think that a, foot, a football, maybe it's just make it three periods. 
shorten it up. All right, we should probably take a break. Uh, let's see here. So comedy show Saturday. Yes, sir. 8 o'clock. 105 West Milwaukee Street. Back entrance. Buy two, get one free. Yes, sir. Uh, hey, welcome back, everybody. Uh, ben had to step out, but uh, Brian's still here. Brian, thanks for coming. Thanks again for having me. Yeah, off air, we were talking about how we can uh, straighten up my beard a little bit. So <laughs> Yeah, Ben's got his barbershop downtown, and he was giving Andy pointers. Yeah, I'm going to check Somebody that out. Somebody want to give me pointers on how to grow one like that? <laughs> <laughs> hey, sounds like, we got a fo- sounds like we got a phone call coming in. Very technical. Brian, you want to hit that? All right. First time caller out of the air. What's <laughs> up, so guys? This is Josh. Hey, Josh. How's it going, buddy? Good. You guys sound like you're in a tin can. Is that me or is that you guys? No, that's our high-tech phone system here at WADR. <laughs> yeah, there's literally a microphone up to a speakerphone. <laughs> nice, nice. But you sound, you sound delish. Yeah, you sound good. Outstanding. What's up, Josh? Uh, not much. Is that Brian? Sure is. What's up, man? How you guys doing? Good, good. You ready for the show on Saturday? Oh, for sure. It's going to be a blasty blast. I haven't been that north since last time I went to a Cubs game. Or that south since the last time I went to a Cubs game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I heard, uh, I heard a rumor that you don't like the Packers or that you're a Bear fan or something. Uh, I, uh, I grew up in Chicago, man. This <laughs> Uh, man, I hate the Packers. <laughs> I respect the Packers. It's, well, that was a fun phone call. <laughs> well, thanks for calling, Josh. Uh, <laughs> where do you live now? I live in a small, quiet town called Woodruff, Wisconsin. That is basically, uh, it's basically mini Canada. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it's way up there. Or? Yeah, it's it's uh. It's gonna be like a four and a half hour drive to um, to the show this weekend. What's that about? <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's gonna be fun though, right? Yeah, taking time off of watching hockey. <laughs> <laughs> That's how the Canadians yeah, man. say, right? I, I love uh, I love hockey as much as the next guy. I mean, the Blackhawks are amazing. Now, uh, were you a Blackhawks fan before they were good? Because it seems like nobody liked hockey at all, and all of a sudden the Blackhawks were good, and then the fans just coming out of the woodwork. Well, it's weird. I, um, as a kid, I really, really liked the um, the Devils. Yeah. In Jersey, because they had Anton Brader, and he was just the best goalie ever. And uh, I kind of got out of hockey for a little bit. And then I jumped right on the, the uh, Blackhawks bandwagon. Yeah, yeah, you got it. <laughs> what made you a hockey fan when you were a kid? Played it. I played hockey. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, I played hockey Fights. before I ever even. Uh, <laughs> I ever played football or baseball or anything. You know, it was it was hockey. I went through a stage where I liked hockey a lot, and it was because I also played it, but it was on PlayStation. <laughs> no, that's that's true. In fact, actually, me and Andy went to high school with a guy who he used to have a Canucks license plate. That's right. And I I remember I'm like I didn't even know what it meant back then, but I'm like, what is that? And he's like, oh, it's my favorite hockey team. And then uh, months or not months, years later, just like a couple years ago, we graduated back in the 1900s. But it's just a couple years ago, I run into the guy and I'm like, hey, you still watch hockey? And he's like. No, he's like, I was really only a fan because I played it on PlayStation. 
<laughs> like same here. <laughs> That's awesome. I knew like every player, like the the like the goalie that you just mentioned. What was his name? <laughs> uh, the goalie I just mentioned. Yeah. Uh, Anton Berdur. Yeah. See, I knew that name, but only because <laughs> of, I was a big Yaramir Yager fan because right, right. he was on my all-star team on NHL 96. And, uh, yeah, I was just unstoppable. Hockey players have names that basically sound like they're French superheroes. Yeah. <laughs> I had a I had an Avalanche yeah, jersey yeah. only because of uh, Patrick Roy, which yeah. is pronounced Y, <laughs> which is the coolest ever. Gro- growing up, I thought that was a basketball player. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jim Carrey played. not a real sport. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think basketball is a sport? I don't. I don't. I think it's a bunch of overpaid guys that just run up and down a court. Well, we're talking about hockey where you know, you're paid by the amount of teeth you lose. <laughs> <laughs> Hockey, I mean, at least you're getting destroyed physically. Hockey, uh, baseball, our basketball player just falls down. And he's like, oh, my knee. Yeah, that, that's true. I remember watching a couple of years ago uh, LeBron James getting carried off by his teammates for uh, leg cramps. Was yeah. he really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> leg cramps. Congratulations, you're a lady. Steve Young played a whole game with a broken leg. Come on. <laughs> how many how many concussions did Brett Favre had? I mean, <laughs> he doesn't remember. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, we interviewed him once, and he he was he was tough to talk to. <laughs> what it? Uh, Brent Favre and Mick Foley are going to be in a retirement home together. And I'm like, what did we used to do? <laughs> Drank beer and ate Vicodin. They'll just be off in the corner smelling each other's fingers. <laughs> <laughs> he talked to Jen Sturger lately. <laughs> You can't take my ear. It's already gone. <laughs> you can't take my memory. It's already gone. Tyson says, somebody say ears. <laughs> what about NASCAR? You think that's a sport? Uh, I think NASCAR, not to get political, but I think NASCAR is America's way of just uh, telling the rest of the world we're better than them. Do you think it's like a... The, it's just Trump in sport form. <laughs> <laughs> they made Trump into a sport. <laughs> it's, just, it, it's basically America being like, look at us waste gas. Yeah. <laughs> we just, yeah, we just went 100 miles and we just changed our tires. F you. <laughs> Here I am trying to find some on Craigslist for under 50 bucks. <laughs> I mean, uh, I know people that can't afford a car, period. And, uh, you know, these guys are just trashing perfect, perfect cars. Josh, you don't have to call me out on the radio. (laughs) He's got headphones on, bro. I said you don't have to call me out on the radio. I can afford a car just fine. (laughs) No, actually, I was just talking about myself. (laughs) So, Josh, how long have you been doing comedy? Uh, about six years. Yeah. Do you um, do you ever quit doing comedy to uh, deer hunt? <laughs> I, uh, no, I don't. Uh, I don't actually deer hunt. I'm, despite being of uh, of the up north descent, uh, I'm not a redneck. Yeah, we 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 have a friend of ours who did 
they were doing stand up all the time. In fact, I think one of them friended you up on Facebook, uh, Brian. But oh yeah. So we have them in here, and they're talking. We talk about this every week. So if we have people listen every week, they're like, "Oh God, we got to hear this again." But it was so funny because he's like, "Oh, comedy's going great. It's going great. We're, we're having these huge shows. It's fantastic." And then we, I'm like, "All right, well, guys, come back in when you after you do a few more shows. Let's talk about." It. They come back in. They're like, "Yeah, it's it's getting better and better." And we're we're not going to do it anymore. <laughs> we're like, why? And he's like, well, deer hunting's coming up. <laughs> That's funny. On the last show you had me on, uh, you mentioned him, uh, Todd Totterson. Yeah, Todd Totterson. He said, uh, uh, you asked if he was going to be involved. And uh, it's funny, about a week ago I messaged him, asked if he wanted to be on the show. And his response was, well, I'm, I'm, I'm taking a break uh, for a little while. Uh, deer hunting's coming up. <laughs> says, but then I'll probably get back into it, you know. If I don't get a deer. Probably. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Depends if the wife lets me off. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, I get three weeks a year. And one of them spent day telling jokes. The rest just deer camp. <laughs> Where I'm inspired for all my jokes. <laughs> right. That, well, if you're going to write jokes, I suppose sitting up in a tree for hours on end is going to be. That's you got time to think. Unless you're married, then you got time to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> or drink yourself into oblivion. Yes. <laughs> so, Josh, what got you started doing comedy? Um, kind of hard to explain. Uh, <laughs> just being miserable. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that a common theme, though, with com- comedians? Usually, there, there's never anybody, any comedian that's like, uh, like, well, how was your life growing up? Like, Fine, I went to a prep school. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I did motivational coaching for yeah. a while. <laughs> Got a degree I'm in science. Super supportive of every decision I ever made. <laughs> I just can't. My parents they just won't stop supporting me. It's crazy. Stayed away from drugs. <laughs> just, I don't know a single person that died. I mean, it's just amazing. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, basically, yeah. Like I was in a couple of failed bands. Uh, Brian and I have actually talked about this. Every <laughs> every comic in the world has been in a band at least once. <laughs> what What did you play um, in the bands? What's that? What did you play in the bands? Uh, I played bass. Uh, I was a vocalist at one point. I did hip hop for a while. I oh. did all like my own beats and stuff. When you played bass, were you all about that bass, or did you like treble was, also? I was I was a little <laughs> bit about the bass. But I really just cared more about um, females. <laughs> what was your hip hop name? Uh, I was in like it was it was it wasn't really like a name. It was like a unit, and it was called Penverse Sword. Penverse Sword. Yeah, like Pen V Sword. Yeah. <laughs> what did, did you have a number? I mean, you must have had something. It... Um. Well, it wasn't like J Evil. But it was, no, there you go. It was Ooh. Hokey. No, that's tight. So <laughs> I was, no, no, it was not tight. I was, <laughs> I was telling Brian, because Brian said he used to sing in bands, too, and I was telling him if he you get a musical act going, and you do you beatbox at all? Uh, no. No, I don't. <laughs> I have. There goes that idea. I, uh, I, I may sometimes think I'm black, but I definitely have white rhythm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, don't we all? <laughs> so, were there any comedians that uh, like that inspire you? I guess, or do you have any favorite comics? Uh, living, uh, okay, <laughs> yeah, um, Dead Carlin, uh, 
Patrice O'Neill. Oh, yeah, nice. Andy Kaufman. Kaufman was huge oh, for yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I'm kind of all over the place. Um, you know, there's a, there's a guy locally that really inspires me. His name's Crane's Butter. If you guys haven't heard him, he's just outstanding. I don't think I have, no. He's local, like, where you're at? Like Wisconsin. Oh, Wisconsin. Like, he's a Wisconsin guy. Do you think they'd be mad if we told him his real name? I think he'd be serious. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not mentioning that one. Off the air, we'll, we'll discuss. Don't worry, I won't say anything. <laughs> is his real name start with a J? <laughs> is his real name J Evil by chance? <laughs> <laughs> I like Andy Kaufman a lot too, and I, I think he was really uh, like before his time. He was everything he did was, it was just smart comedy, except for the, even the wrestling women was pretty darn funny. It was brilliant. It was brilliant. Yeah. Um, I was actually just talking to my girlfriend, trying to explain to her the brilliance of Kaufman last night, and he would uh, he would do whatever it took to get a response. Yeah, and it's just stunning to me, like the commitment. Even if he knew it was bombing, like. He would ride through it until it got a laugh. Yeah, or even if it didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Or or if it didn't, even better, you know? That bit he did with the record and uh, The Great Gatsby. Mighty Mouse? No, The Great Gatsby when he was... Oh, yeah, that's one of the greatest things I've ever heard of in my life. That's so, like, that's something, I don't know, just, I don't know, you ever hear that, Andy, when he's reading The Great Gatsby and the crowd's, like, booing him? And, like, they're just, like, getting mad. And he's like, you, you want me to keep reading? And they're like, oh, no. <laughs> and he's like, well, I could keep reading or I could play this record. And at that time, he had this Mighty Mouse thing he did on Saturday Night Live that was huge with a record. And, like, eventually the crowd talks after he goes on and on. They, they talk him into playing the record. He plays the record, and it's exactly where he left off in The Great Gatsby. <laughs> where he leaves off. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> like, that is so great. And then I, I seen another thing, too, where uh, he was, they were doing a, a table read for Taxi, because he was on the TV show Taxi. And I think it was Danny DeVito says, Andy Kaufman, I mean, the only people he's entertaining are the people in the room. Andy Kaufman's at the end of the table, and he's got headphones on. And he's not talking to anybody. Everybody's doing their thing. He's just sitting there, you know, kind of ignoring everybody. So DeVito finally goes over, and he's like, hey. He's like, what are you listening to? And he takes the headphones off and gives it to him, and it's just like some random, like, <laughs> 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 It's like, you can't, uh, there's never been anybody like that. Uh, Do you ever see the, uh, I, I think it's called My, My Breakfast with... Freddie Blassie. Yes, Bre- on Hulu. I, I've seen it a long time ago. I saw it. I think it was like they played it on Comedy Central. Andy, you ever yeah. seen that? No, I've not seen it. Oh, yes, Breakfast with Classy Freddie Blassie. Really? Yeah, Pencil Neck Geek. <laughs> and uh, like everybody, like it, the, the very beginning, it says that everybody is like completely unaware of what's going on besides Andy. Yeah, <laughs> and you have a suspicion that like Freddie might be involved. But if he's not, Freddie Blassie's the worst human being imaginable. Because he's sexist and racist, and it is just stunning. He uh, he mistreats like a pregnant Asian woman, and like he's like, let me rub the Buddha belly. <laughs> he's like, it's good luck, it's good luck. And it's like, wow, man, you would be destroyed on Twitter right now. I think uh, Freddie Blassie was always a bad guy, wasn't he? 
Exactly, yeah. yeah. Freddie Blassie was the worst. He's the most evil man in wrestling, even when he was in a wheelchair. Yeah. Yeah, I remember he, uh, remember that WWF Pile Driver album. The record? Yeah, I, I think, <laughs> I think Blassie had an, uh, a track on there. I'm not sure. I know, I know Slick did. Yeah, it was called Pencil Neck Geek. Oh, yeah, he did. That's right. It was. And then Slick's was, wow. uh, Drive Soul Bro. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that is, I can't believe I, uh, I pulled that out of the uh, nerd lexicon right there. I should see if I... I'm going to look that up, see if that's on Apple Music. <laughs> I mean, see if I have it recorded on my phone. Oh, yeah, here it is right here. <laughs> Watch my breakfast with Blassie. <laughs> so I heard uh, I heard one of you guys are a pro wrestler. Is that true? I heard something about it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah Andy's been wrestling for about 105 years. 105 years, yeah. <laughs> Still taking so, uh, what was it like uh, taking a choke slam from Andre the Giant, Mister 105 Years? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about all that. Back then, <laughs> well, Andy wrestles down in Woodstock every Saturday, right? Woodstock, Illinois, oh, Saturdays. That's awesome. But what kind of style do you wrestle? Oh man, pretty old school. You go rec- yeah, like grounded mat or uh, Greco Roman. No, like PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like PS One. <laughs> ECW Revolution. <laughs> I'm taking the chair on the cover. I played that. I played that a ton. It was a terrible game, though. It was the worst game. You guys, you guys remember King Kong Bundy? Yeah, For sure. He, uh, he took he an avalanche. Um, Try to start a fight with somebody at an award show. Andy uh, took an avalanche from wrestling yeah. and everything. Yeah, it's a good time. That was actually in uh, Chicago. Was it under the Superdome? <laughs> or uh, no? Uh, ah, making where that. the hell was uh, WrestleMania two? Uh, WrestleMania two? I don't. Know. Was it in? Was I born yet? I don't know. <laughs> I wish, but it, but it was at a school. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you wrestle the Honky Tonk Man too? Yeah. See, that's I used to love the Honky Tonk Man when I was. You wrestled the Honky Tonk Man. Yeah, HTM. Did you? Uh, did you take a uh, chair shot? Uh, no, the guitar, dude. No, no, I took that. Oh shake. yeah, guitar shot. Sorry. Took that shake rail and roll like a champ. <laughs> <laughs> do you ever wrestle any other big names? Um. Well, Bushwhacker Luke, you know, you wrestled with him. Yeah, I've been in the ring with uh, a lot of different guys. Um, I don't know, Terry Taylor, Red yeah, Rooster, the Red Rooster. Larry Did you make him do the Red Rooster? <laughs> no, he didn't do the Rooster. Is he embarrassed by that? Um, I don't think so. I would be. If it was called the Red Rooster, I would be too. It's pretty weak sauce, that Red Rooster gimmick. <laughs> I don't think the well, paycheck well, Here's a question. <laughs> what would be a worse gimmick, the Red Rooster or the Gobbledygooker? Or the Red Rocket. <laughs> or what, what about Tugboat? <laughs> You leave Tugboat out of this. <laughs> <laughs> People Tugboat, love Tugboat. Tugboat Thomas. Thomas. You guys are legends. <laughs> we were interviewing uh, Bushwhacker Luke on here, and I made a Tugboat joke, and it turns out he's good friends with him. I was really uncomfortable after that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had a whole uh, podcast, The Lunch with Bushwhacker Luke. Yeah, that was uh, down the road. It was awesome. That's awesome. That was a good time. You was, like- uh, where, was, uh, where was the other Bushwhacker? Oh, he's in New Zealand. He doesn't wrestle anymore. Oh yeah, he's all uh, he's all crippled. Uh, that's not the right word for it. He's all banged up, right? I think they're all crippled. 
What uh, you said you like Patrice O'Neal? Yeah, I love Patrice O'Neal. That guy, uh, he was like right when I started doing comedy was right before he died. So he was really hitting like his zenith. Yeah. When I was really like, uh, like human clay, like learning how to like tell jokes. And like to this day, I'll find myself writing something and be like, oh, this is brilliant. And then like doing it. And then thinking about it and being like, oh, that's so Patrice O'Neill. Yeah. And just throwing it away. Yeah, he's, I used to hear him on the Opie and Anthony show all the time, and he was hilarious. He's just one of the most naturally funny people. Yeah, they'll do uh, podcast replays and stuff, too. Yeah. And air some of his yeah. old material. Oh, it's so funny. They got a bunch of clips on YouTube of him on there, like when they, they did this thing called the up-down game. It's not appropriate for radio. I was going to say, I play that once in a while, but <laughs> Regular radio, not lately. But... I've got three kids. So. <laughs> Here's an interesting thing about Patrice O'Neill uh, that a lot of people don't know. is He used to actually write for the WWE. Yeah, yeah. I remember hearing him tell stories about being on airplanes with Vince McMahon and everything. And Yeah, that's... Yeah, I thought that was fascinating. That's, that's like a dream job of mine. Yeah. Just writing for wrestling. So did uh, Freddie Prince Jr., yeah, how did that happen? <laughs> did he really? Yeah, I like SmackDown for a while. Really? You ever heard of the band Neurotica? Yes. They were really good until they sold some Signed of their music WWE to WWE. WWE. Oh, no. <laughs> and then they broke up. They've <laughs> been unheard of since. They probably thought that was their big yep. break, too. <laughs> right. It was their big break, all right. Big w- breakup. <laughs> did they do that D-Generation X song? Yeah. <laughs> DX, <laughs> the DX band? <laughs> <laughs> that band could never do anything else. <laughs> Are you ready? (laughs) (laughs) I'm ready to hear a new song. What's that? I'm playing just the worst rendition of America the Beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) And like the lead singer forgot the lyrics and just kept on going, America! Like a drunken buffoon. And he had one of those stupid driver's caps on backwards. Oh, like, yeah. All the rage in the 90s. They always seemed like a Rage Against the Machine wannabe band. Totally, totally. When I was a kid, I actually thought he was Zach Delaroche. So <laughs> <laughs> right? What, what's their new band? Uh, rage... Uh, Prophets of Rage. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. That's interesting. I don't even know they had a new band. Last I heard it was Street Sweeper Social Club. It's still the same members, but they added a rapper. Uh, they added Chuck D. Yeah, yeah. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is this <laughs> it's been going on for a little while. Amazing. It, it's not. Nah, it's not. <laughs> now be, they, they got the dude from like Cypress Hill or something too. It's like that time Are you that. Real? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that time that Creed Welcome Back Scott Stapp. <laughs> Hey, 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 never, you never mention Creed in any breath with a talented band. Hey, I, I don't know about you, man, but I liked Alter Bridge. <laughs> Anything yeah, minus Scott you, Stapp is good. <laughs> well, AIDS minus Scott Stapp is good. <laughs> True words have never been spoken. Alter Bridge was at the uh, the... Sonic Boom music yeah, festival yep, here. Yep. And I, just, I just thought it was a weird combination. Like, <laughs> they're like, here comes Ghost, and like Ghost gets done worshiping the devil. They're like, stay tuned, here comes Alter Bridge. And they're like, we're oh, really Alter Creed. Bridge. <laughs> <laughs> just Creed. Chris Jericho was at the Sonic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Was, yeah. yeah, his band is better than Three Doors Down. Breaking the Wall Down. Did you guys mention Ghost? 
Yeah, yeah, the band Ghost. Yeah, that band's a stunning live, like live performance. I uh, I just got to see them in Green Bay not too long ago. Yeah, they they played in Janesville here over the summer, and that was one one of the bands I wanted to go see just because they're so weird. And uh, everybody that went, I, I didn't get much of a reaction out of most. Most people were like, "Yeah, they were weird." <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, I mean, there's something different." Yeah, like when I got to see them, they were headlining, so it was all a bunch of weirdos there. Yeah. And, like, I'm a pretty normal dude, but I'm kind of a weirdo in normal life. Like, if you stick me with normal people, I stick out. Uh-huh. But you stick me in there, and I look like like Joey the church-going buffoon. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's these dudes that just look straight up like they were painted like the devil, and I was like, I think I might be at the wrong show. <laughs> I went to the first OzFest, and it was uh, Marilyn Manson was there. Nice. But so was Pantera. So that's, that's an interesting group. It was a real interesting combination because we're sitting there, and in front of us to the left, there's these two Marilyn Manson kids that are probably like crying and cutting themselves. Yeah. <laughs> combined, they're probably about 100 pounds, and there's two of them, both about six feet tall. And they were, you know, <laughs> just in like, they're, they're just painted white and like all hunched over, you know. And, and then to my left, I like these guys, like these biker gang guys that were just brutal to these kids i mean oh my i felt so bad for them i mean they're just screaming at them and of course they're just you know it's what they want (laughs) (laughs) but uh yeah and there was there was there were the marilyn manson kids just throughout the crowd every once in a while just all like you know like kind of holding each other just waiting for (laughs) it to be over so so marilyn manson gets on stage they had just put sod this was at uh, alpine valley they just sodded the hill and uh he comes out and it was creepy he comes out and i'm like oh this is weird and he's singing his song and he's getting into it and people are like you suck and next thing you know a a one chunk of grass goes flying up and it, (laughs) it hits marilyn manson and he gets mad, and he's like, "Is that all you got, mother effers?" <laughs> Next thing you know, it's raining sod. I mean, just everywhere. <laughs> he's getting pelted left and right. He ends up getting mad, and he grabs one of the big uh, guitar boxes or whatever the crates, and just throws it into the crowd. And he storms off, and he refuses to play anymore. And that was the end of his show. He played about three songs. <laughs> That story would have been so much better if he would have gotten mad and squatted on the stage, pooped. And- <laughs> <laughs> I went to a Helmet concert at uh, uh, Summerfest years and years ago, and I-, I was probably eight, nine, somewhere in there, and I went with my cousin uh, Rob, and we're standing, we had to stand on the bleachers because nobody would sit down, and uh, I can barely see, and he- he's like, get on my right side, there's a-, there's a clear view through there, so I get on his right side, and I look up and there's this guy in a big trench coat and face all painted, long hair, scary as hell. And so basically, you thought you were in Columbine. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm eight, nine years old. Like I started to cry. And my, co- my, <laughs> my cousin says, "What is wrong with you?" And I'm like, this, "This guy next to me is scaring me." And he looks up and he says, "Oh my god." That's Marilyn Manson. Oh, no and I, kidding. And I was like, no, no way. And I had just started hearing Marilyn Manson. He got me into him, and I, I really I, – I didn't believe him. And then uh, uh, 20 minutes later or so, they started throwing out C- CDs, and Manson caught one, and he gave it to me. It was a helmet CD, but he yeah. signed it. So. Oh, did he? No <laughs> yeah. kidding. But, it, yeah, it was definitely him. And That's I, awesome. I had to have my cousin Rob get the signature because, like I said, he was scary as hell. Yeah. <laughs> I was at a uh, – 
you, you reminded me of this when you said you were at uh, Summerfest. It's the most dangerous mosh pit I've ever been a part of. We went to... Uh, that also we happened. We went to go see Lamb of God and Slayer <laughs> at the Eagles Ballroom. Oh, wow. And they were sold out, right? So we end up going to Summerfest and being like, well, what, what, what can we do, you know? And uh, we went and saw the POD. Like, major disappointment, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's... And they're, uh, they're on these... We're, we're standing on these bleachers, these big metal bleachers. And the lead singer has no idea we're on these bleachers. And he's like, I want to see an MF or pit. Come on, let's go. And all of a sudden, this huge mosh pit opens up on bleachers. <laughs> <laughs> and there's like 96-pound little kids getting their knees like ripped out. It was terrifying. Oh. That was at POD, you said? <laughs> all of a sudden, someone stops and he's like, if you could please stop mosh pitting, we would appreciate that. There are people getting hurt. <laughs> They had to stop the show. It was actually really hilarious. <laughs> I don't think many people cared, actually. <laughs> Did you say that was at a POD show? Yeah. That's where everybody was getting hurt? Well, Not what, that there is. What else are you going to do at a POD show? Yeah. <laughs> Not enjoy the music. <laughs> I, I went to go see Slayer last March. They were really good. Uh, yeah, Slayer's amazing. I was surprised. Like I, Even at like 176 years old, that band still around. <laughs> yeah, but you know the the way that the singer sings, it's he's gonna be able to do that for a long time. You know, right, right, right. It's not a whole ton of harmonies going into it, but I was uh, like, before I went, I was like, I don't know what this is gonna be like, you know, because I'd never seen him. But it was probably one of the coolest crowds I've ever been around. There's no random fights. There was everybody's polite. It was, it was uh, really, especially with that older heavy metal stuff. It's all about love. Those guys have been there. They know what's up. Yeah. And the, the crowd, I mean, it was anybody from, like, my kid's age all the way up to my dad's age. I mean, it was just completely, it was really weird. <laughs> right. It's it's, inter- it's interesting about that, about that metal scene. Like, it gets such a bad rap, but at the end of the day, it's they're just people. Like, everybody's just people. Yeah. I think it's the same way with, like, punk scenes and then, like, underground hip-hop and stuff. Everybody's like, oh, it's dangerous, it's dangerous, and it's, like, it's just people trying to have a good time. I was going to say, I think mainstream hip-hop's a little more dangerous, I mean, you know, just from the news and stuff. Well, yeah, for sure. Main, mainstream hip-hop's weird, because, like... <laughs> well, with names like J-Evil. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Is there any fights at those pen versus knife shows? <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Was there any, any fights at those pen versus knife shows? Um, no, definitely not. Apple <laughs> pen. <laughs> Pineapple <And banana>. pen. <laughs> Too expensive for an EpiPen. <laughs> well, cool. So you guys, uh, just in case anybody's just tuning in, uh, comedy show this Saturday. Yep, 105 West Milwaukee Street, Zweifel Cuts and Styles Barbershop. Entrance in the back, 8 p.m., $5 cover charge. Got Joshua Jackson headlining, Erica Sinkoffer opening, Lee Christopher featuring. You're going to want to come down for this one. It's going to be a good one. For BYO. You're coming in the yeah. back? <laughs> yes, you know it. <laughs> BYOB. Do I need bring a, and then it's like bring two people and you, you get, get them a free. free? Ticket, absolutely. Man, that's a good deal. I agree. That is a good deal. <laughs> I'll tell you what, if, if you bring two people and then you bring a hot blonde... <laughs> I won't steal the hot blonde from you. That's a, that's a good deal. 
I'm going to offer. <laughs> so if the hot blonde is nice enough, can he get in free too? <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what. If, if the hot blonde is a guy, I'll, I'll let him... Um, You'll let him fight. <laughs> I don't know if you heard the show. Yeah, you cool, you cool with the catfish? <laughs> I, saying, I don't know if you heard the show earlier, but uh, we, we heard the story already. <laughs> she's a dude, man. She's a dude. Yeah, she's a dude. <laughs> Always a dude. So, so what are you guys going to be talking about? You got any any Trump jokes? or? Uh, yeah, I have some, some Trump stuff. Uh, probably a little bit of it, at least. I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty fresh, and but it's also kind of hack at this point. Yeah, it's tough. I, I just went to see Stephen Wright last weekend. Oh and, man, I'm so jealous. Uh, he opened up with a Trump joke right off the bat. <laughs> He's like, "I had a bad dream last night that Trump won the presidency." Seriously, that's my favorite comedian, Stephen Wright. A little disappointed with Stephen because he didn't come out for pictures afterwards. Uh, and when aw. we went out to the, we went to the back of the theater and. Uh, Nobody's going to let us in. So. <laughs> but we waited. I waited for like 20 minutes. I'm like, I bet he'll come out. But, you know, what? he's 60 years old. I don't think, I think he's, he's done past the point. He probably of, didn't wait long enough. He's still walking. <laughs> <laughs> he's past the point of taking pictures with fans. <laughs> I was like just telling people I'm with ESPN Magazine and seeing what happens. Oh, I bet they believe you. Print off like, something and laminate it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's all you got to do is, uh, I'm with uh, So-and-So Magazine. Okay. It, there was a guy that got into Game 7 of the NBA Finals last year using a fake pass. Yeah, dude, I remember <laughs> that. That was awesome. Good I'd do that you. any day of the week if it worked. <laughs> but, but that furthers my point. Not a real sport. That would have never happened. <laughs> it's an NFL game. <laughs> You know, that might be a good idea to start in, like, a new business is uh, press cred- credentialing. <laughs> like, if, if you don't have an OMP... Uh, validated press pass you're not real because literally all you have to do is you could print something up that says you're from something and they'll right. let you in some like, show right. yeah some radio show. like we have we have uh, pr- uh, press passes for the radio station yeah, you can print anything these days it's just off a color printer this is yeah. WADR <laughs> it's not like it's it's not like there's some seal of approval or yeah, fake signature on the bill <laughs> <laughs> Start doing that for sporting events. See what happens. We had press passes for our first uh, summer comedy series show, and uh, all, we we took a picture of ourselves and put summer comedy series on it, and then took one of those uh, you know sticker makers where you can type in words and it prints out a little yeah. sticker or whatever, and put our names on the back. And that was all oh, two dude, very you important totally do people. That for Saturday, <laughs> I, I already spent all my money on a microphone, Josh. Sorry. Uh-huh. <laughs> I told you I can project, man. <laughs> hey, hey! At least I, I went and looked at the room today, and it's a lot smaller than I remembered. So the the little tiny practice guitar amp will work just fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm worried about having to bring mine. <laughs> oh, you have one? Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, of course. How big? Just because I'm not in a band anymore doesn't mean I don't play. I'll message you after the show. <laughs> it's a high ceiling, though, in the room. Yeah, it's uh, open. It's uh, opens up to the rest of the barber shop in the ceiling. It's, oh, okay. You know, it's just like two thirds walls or whatever. Huh. But yeah, the ceiling's got to be 18, 20 feet. Yeah, you got to get that. Low what, are, what are the logistics of me actually getting a haircut while I'm doing my set? Ooh, that's that a would good be idea. awesome, dude. He's got a bunch of uh, spare barber chairs. That would be. Uh, that would. Well, I don't think it's ever been done. <laughs> My hair is getting awfully shaggy. (laughs) (laughs) What was that, Andy? 
You could do, like, do the whole set from the chair. <laughs> that could be, like, a good web series. It sounds like an Axl Rose playing ACDC <laughs> thing. <laughs> no, like, uh, yeah, do a whole set from the chair. I like that. While he's, like, trimming you up. Do and like then when you're in, turn on the electricity for it. It could be, like, a, <laughs> be like an acoustic set. <laughs> I did a set at a... I did a set at Tazbags in Janesville, and their mic stopped working right before we started doing the show. Oh, yeah. And I had to do it, and I, I don't know, I don't really speak loud in a big room. And How was that? It, like it, it was horrible. Was it even like a, was it a comedy night kind of thing, or what? <laughs> or were people there, were, were, was everyone there for the comedy, yeah, or no? Yeah, they were all there for the comedy show, which made it even worse, because everyone was paying attention to me barely, barely belting it out. You know? Yeah, I've been to a couple where it's just like, um, at a bar slash restaurant, right, right. and like only a few of the people want to see the comedy, right. and everybody else is on the, by the bar talking. Yeah, and you can hardly oh. hear the comedian. Yeah, we've had that. We've had that issue. Horrible. That's, that's how I got into the business. Shows <laughs> like that. Yep, same here. Hideous, but I mean, you learn you learn how to control a crowd real quick. That one we had in Rapids was pretty good, though. But the bar was kind of separated. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, they paid attention for me, that's all that I care about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised they did that at Tazbag. Was there a couple comics that uh, they had? Actually, uh, or was he just like a I band? probably shouldn't admit this because it's not beneficial to my career, but my grandma is friends with the owners. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you did have an agent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you got an agent. What are you talking about? <laughs> hey, on your manager. This is old. Agent Orange. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a tough crowd at Tazbag because anytime you're going to take away from all those guys sitting around talking about their <laughs> high school football days. 60 be- years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's probably the owner, too. She's a, an older woman, and uh, she was really hard to judge. The whole show, like, she looked almost embarrassed that I was telling the jokes I was telling. And afterwards... Well, she was just embarrassed <laughs> that you were scrambling. <laughs> well, afterwards, I went up to her, and, uh, you know, I wanted to make sure that I wasn't overstepping my grounds there, and... uh Apparently she was laughing so hard that she couldn't breathe. So she—that's oh, why she looked okay. disappointed because she was trying to breathe. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's awesome. So yeah, if you can kill the bartender, you're doing good. Yeah, it's a good sign if somebody dies at you. <laughs> How long of a set do you do when you do like a Tazbag show? Uh, Tazbags, I did uh, roughly 25 minutes. Yeah. Uh, somewhere in there, yeah. It's funny when I went there. I went there with the intention of uh, doing an hour, yeah. And the the no mic thing threw me off, and I just started running through my set really quick. And some of my family members, like my grandma, yeah. were there. And uh, I don't know. I don't really get nervous, but I did that day. And like I said, the not having a mic definitely played into that for sure. Uh, but the guy that opened for me, Andy Bolton, he's a he's a local, and. Uh, love his name <laughs> yeah but uh he uh Is that michael's kid <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but he uh he's got a really loud voice and he projected very well and he got a good reception uh i got a good reception too but it i, I think it's because they were pretending they could hear me yeah <laughs> <laughs> i have a Did megaphone laugh still count man <laughs> right, yeah. right. i have a megaphone you guys could use oh that'd be awesome yeah just do the whole thing through a megaphone <laughs> just stand at the end of milwaukee street and scream it <laughs> All right, well, cool. It's uh, oh, what time? Oh, we got a few minutes left here, but I like this. I have a feeling at a comedy night down there is going to be huge. Oh, yeah, <laughs> hey, I'll come. To, I'll come down whenever you guys want, man. Yeah, for sure. Me too, man. I'm uh, I'm always down for road trips. 
<laughs> Especially now, gas is what, like a buck something? All right, buck ninety nine, yeah. buck seventy nine in Milwaukee. Nice, seriously, it's that cheap? It's probably like what eight bucks up there. <laughs> yeah, <it's, laughs> up here near Ann Arbor, Michigan. <laughs> the bad part is they have to ride a moose to the gas station <laughs> to fill cans. <laughs> we don't. We don't use moose. We uh, we actually just use our mucklucks. Uh, just hail down the first Amish guy. Can you give me a ride? So, so now, yeah. between the two of you, when are we just snowmobile everywhere? Between the two of you, is there any aspiration? Wait, is that a word? Is there any uh, goal to like? Would you ever want to be on TV, like uh, like a sitcom? You got that Tim, yeah, yeah. that Tim Allen thing going, or uh, I grew up on Seinfeld. That's yeah. probably one of my biggest inspirations ever is Seinfeld, and I, I love their show. It's, a show. it's exactly what they portrayed as a show about nothing. And yeah, that's absolutely something I would love to be involved with. Like, uh, I uh, I grew up on Seinfeld also, but I uh, I have an eye towards directing, really, and like writing features. Really? Yeah. Um, I basically have three scripts ready to shoot, more or less. Uh, two of them are way, way too out of my grasp budget-wise, but uh, the third one that we're just about to finish up, I think we have a real shot at getting uh, crowdfunded for. No kidding. So, hopefully. Andy knows a director. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, we, a real director we, or we like a guy who shot some stuff with his girlfriend once? <laughs> well. I, I, that was one time, man. A little of both, but... <laughs> Uh, me and Andy did some work with Jim this one. Jim Brewer, I don't know if you guys know him or not. But. Yeah, I don't know if you know Crab Man. Crab <laughs> Man. Crab, that sounds like you're going back to that film about the guy and the girl. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Jim Brewer? Like, as in half-baked Jim Brewer? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we, good boy. Yeah. We were, we were on a pilot with him. And, uh, nice. We, we, what pilot? Was it the failed Quirks pilot? <laughs> no, I don't know if it's technically considered failed yet, but it's... Uh, <laughs> Rock in a Hard Place is the name of the pilot. That's what it's called, right? Yeah. What uh, what are what are they shopping around for? Like, what channel? Uh, I have no idea. All I know is we're in the Screen Actors Club. <laughs> <laughs> it's about where my knowledge stops. insurance. You got that del- dental. I d- we also got quite the selfie, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All I know is that we, we spent the whole day while they're shooting this pilot, and then they're like, we don't want any, because we were just extras, but they're like, uh, we don't want any of the extras bothering the actors, and I'm like, that ain't happening. Don't right look here. at the talent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so as soon as the second uh, brewer was around the corner, and me and Andy were there, and I knew nobody else was around, I'm like, this is it. Boom. Hey, big fan. How are you? Big fan. Got a picture with him and everything. <laughs> He's like, yeah, man. Yeah. You're great. <laughs> great. <laughs> they killed Killer, yo. Some <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> He almost let us sit at the table with him too when we were eating, because me and Andy came oh. went down. Like they, of course, we had to eat last. But uh, <laughs> yeah. I was walking toward his table, and he moved over like to make room so I could sit down. And then, uh, like the other people, kind of gave me the look, like, "Don't you dare!" <laughs> <laughs> you know not to sit here. <laughs> I'm like, dude's offering. I should sit down. But yeah, that uh, and the, the guys, the guy and the girl that were shooting that pilot. <laughs> They do all kinds of uh, short films and yeah, all kinds of stuff, movies <laughs> like that, and it's yeah. pretty cool. And they're Cub fans. That's awesome. Maybe I will uh, send you a copy of the script. Yeah, they are Cub fans too. Make some notes. 
Yeah, I don't know. We could probably pass it along, see what he yeah, thinks. For sure. Cause, That'd uh, be cool. Yeah, they're, uh, I don't know where their pilot is, but uh, I don't know. I've had a good time that day sitting there. And, oh, that was fun. Yeah, I had a really good time. It was yeah, interesting. Yeah. It was fun talking to all the other extras when they're like, what else have you been in? I'm like, oh, I was in a play in third grade. I was an elf. Uh, other than that, nothing. <laughs> I was just a streetcar street named Desire in high school. <laughs> That's where I honed my extra chops. Was uh, you know we had a practice craft services table that we would eat off of. <laughs> I just want to mention quick. I was just looking at the uh, the uh, cuts and styles Facebook page. They have nothing but cuts and styles. Oops, nothing but five star reviews. Oh yeah, it's, he's, he does a good job. I went in there and watched him one day, uh, waiting to talk to him about this, and uh, I watched him do work, and he's he's pretty good at what he does. Uh, I wonder. Can he, does he do a good job with somebody like me who doesn't have a lot of hair? And <laughs> one time I got my hair cut, and this lady was like, how do you want it? And I'm like, make it look like I'm not balding. <laughs> She's like, you want me to shave your head? <laughs> I'm like, Those are very nice. I'm interested now. In I'm afraid to take yeah. off my hat uh, by him. I don't want him to see what I've done to my hair. So <laughs> What'd you do? Let's see. Let's <laughs> oh, Right, so your hair looks good. You got that nice full hair. Getting the bat wings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but be, you know, working with a barber, it's tough because uh, I'm sure he's going to be, I'm going to pull it off one time, like mid-conversation. We'll be in a serious conversation. He's going to be like, oh, man, I can't talk to you. we got to step over here and do something about that. Like we got to do something about that hair. All right, we're just about out of time. One more time, you're down uh, at, uh, where at? Zweifel Cuts and Styles, 105 West Milwaukee Street, Saturday night, 8 p.m., $5 cover charge. Headliner Joshua Jackson. Not going to want to miss this one. Buy two tickets, get one free. BYOB. Zweeful JVL on Facebook, too. All right. Check that out. Yes. Josh, thanks oh, I'm for... I'm bringing a, a cooler full of beer, too, just so you know. Oh, yeah, that's what's oh. up. All right, we got to go. <laughs> Josh, thanks for calling. Later, Josh. You're listening to WADRL. feel no ways tired I come too far from where I started from nobody told me that the road would be easy I don't believe he brought me this far to leave me and I want to say one more thing in the spirit of the Irish people you can kiss my royal Irish ass. And I live in Rockway. And this is my face, bitch. Praise the Lord. Jesus, in the name of the Lord. Amen. I'm a thing
I say, hey, have at it, bitches, because I love hot dogs. Let me ask you a question. How many one-legged people could go 25 minutes with three of the top wrestlers in the world? None. And I ain't making fun of no one-legged people. I'm sitting here just trying to make a point. I don't, I don't go on internet. That's why I never even heard about this until, until a few days ago. Because I don't go on internet. I don't have better things to do. You're half your life on an internet. You, you go, a computer champion, yeah. Listen, just give me a ring, Barney. Talk civil, make arrangements, and let's fight. The real reason.